And do clients typically just know what they want? Know no. what they want? They don't. I mean, they have no idea. Like- I have some clients that come in that want like a mega volume set and I can tell right off the bat they're it's not going to like that. <laughs> so I thought she wanted thick, dark, dramatic lashes. I handmade it and she hated it. Welcome back to another episode of Glam Gossip by LLV Podcast. I'm your host, Pooja, and today we are going to talk about lash extensions. All different kinds of lash extensions from A to Z. It's going to be a very detailed, very complex topic, so we're going to jump right into it. Today I've brought our lovely guest. I'd like to introduce Nikisha from Lashes to Envy. Hello. And Nikisha is actually one of our ambassadors. So she's an LLBA ambassador. And we work very closely with Nikisha on different, you know, promotions here and there for our brand. And uh, you're also a business owner, right? You have your own business. So I want to get her to talk more about that. So definitely, before we jump into our topic, Nikisha, can you please um, introduce yourself to our audience? Tell us a bit about your background, your professional background, and even something personal about yourself, if you want. Um, okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Nikisha. I'm the owner of Lashes to Envy in Mississauga. I've been in the industry now for about eight years. Oh, wow. Started from home, yes. rented a small studio, and then now I have a small storefront. Um, started by myself. Now we have a great group of girls that work alongside of us, continuing to grow and evolve in the industry. Wow, started with amazing. just lashes since then we've added permanent makeup uh waxing teeth whitening facials laser hair removal all different oh, wow. kind of stuff as well as trying to start a small product line as well yeah your page is like so diverse you have so many services that you offer too many <laughs> so that's that's so inspirational because we love women that are like girl bosses that's very much like what we stand for so like I love your story and it's so like incredible to me that you started from like ground up pretty much yes and you're a you're a mom too so like you balance like everything (laughs) very hard a mom of two I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old one boy one girl nice so cute I we saw her son the other day (laughs) so that's why I'm like oh so cute so okay anyways back on topic um today's topic is we're going to talk about different types of lash extension styles and um basically we're going to go through everything from a to z you're going to break it down for me because you are the expert here so let's start off with different i think maybe the fundamentals is the uh, your client's eye shape so let's break it down like what are the basic eye shapes Different eye shapes. Yeah. I feel like the eye shapes are going to be based on the individual clients, their face shape, the space that they have between their eyes, um, how if their eyes are wide or close. So you have like hooded eyes, mono eyes, um, downward turn eyes, upward turn eyes, round eyes, almond eyes, all different. So when I'm thinking about the client's style that they're going to get, I'm really looking at their eye shape to determine which curl, what length what style they're going to get, as well as I find their age mm-hmm. has a determining factor on what type of style of lash they're going to receive. Oh, really? That's that's interesting. Um, 
I'm kind of nerdy about like features and eye shapes and stuff, but how do you determine like what your client has? Like you're an experienced um, professional, but if you're just starting off, how do you know, okay, what's an almond eye really? Like how, what would, what are you, what would you say I have? I would say for sure you have an almond eye. Okay. Almond eye. Your starting point and your end point pretty much line up together. Very oval almond-y. Okay. Like how did you get trained to identify that did you like go to school or is it just experience i feel like it's just experience and just really looking at your client's eyes when they come in asking them like if they've had extensions before never had extensions before that's gonna let me know okay whether we're gonna give you a classic set or a volume set um if they were falsies no falsies Hmm. and do clients typically just know what they want know no. what they want they don't I mean, they have no, no idea like- i have some clients that come in that want like a mega volume set and i can tell right off the bat they're it's not, not gonna, gonna like that <laughs> no and unless they absolutely insist i would never give a new person like a volume set. oh really yes really i've done it in the past and it just turns out horrible at the end they like- just hate it it's too much it's too dramatic i think when some clients are asking for volume they're thinking length not thickness Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess um, you know that like typical uh, lash artist meme where it's like my client says they want natural lashes and they show you Kim Kardashian's lashes. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of they like have that, no right? idea. Yes, <laughs> or the the different types of curls and stuff. Like when mm-hmm. we're doing the consultation and we're asking them like curl, no curl. These are the different lengths. What do you feel? They have no idea. They're, right. They they typically say no one's ever done this before. Right. I think, yeah, as a lash artist, you really have to know, like, what's good for your client. Because yes. the client actually has no idea about, like, diameter, curl length. They might know style. basic styles. They might know basic styles, but sometimes they don't even know that, right? Yes. So um, walk us through, like, different types of uh, lash. See, I don't even know the proper terminology like the different types of lash set styles like the basic ones like you said so basic would be like classic hybrid volume mega volume there's a lot of new trends right now like the wispy lash set the wet lash set um anime um anime is like a big thing that everybody's asking for this anime i've it's new to me i just learned it this year i was like what is anime but a lot of ladies are very interested in that. Hmm. And would you say, like, most clients, they still want, like, your typical, like, classic yeah. set? Right, right now, for me, I would say the most popular sets that we're doing right now would be classic and hybrid. And when I first started, it was mega volume, volume. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like since COVID, it's just been, like, very natural, very simple. Mm-hmm. Unless they're going out. A lot of people are actually interested in bottom lashes as well. Mm, yeah yeah i don't know if that will ever kick off though is, is it gaining popularity you think i feel like it's just a preference hmm. i feel like i don't have bottom lashes so <laughs> <laughs> i don't mind but i know a lot of people like they they don't like it for some reason it's too like spidery for them yes or... too much doesn't too last much. very long oh, either really? oh, okay hmm okay so can you can you help us describe some of the so if you're a beginner and you're watching this, you probably are very confused, like I'm pretty confused, about like the different formats that lashes come in. Because yes. there's the classic, there's just like one lash. Right. But you can also get like fans. Fans. So kind of um, 
if you're like explaining to a beginner. So if I was explaining to a beginner, like in one of my courses, what I do, um, I always start off by letting them know like classic is one extension to one natural lash. So we kind of got into the different diameters of classic lashes, which a lot of people get confused, especially if they're trying to learn classic volume hybrid, they get very confused with trying to figure out which diameters for what type of style. So I always let them know classic can be anywhere from like a 0.10 diameter to point, used to be 0.20, but I think 0.18 is like the absolute most I would go. It's just that balance between the thinner client lashes and the thicker one. I find 0.20 can be a little too thick. And then for volume, it depends whether you're making your fans, buying the pre-mades. Um, I feel like for volume, 0.5 is like perfect. Um, whether you're doing pre-mades or you're creating your fans on the spot. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the pros and cons? Like how do you know if you want to buy a pre-made or pro-made or just make them yourself? So we actually use both at the salon. Uh, we make them and we use the pro-mades. Uh, again, it's going to deter, what's going to determine that is going to be the client that walks in. Really? You got a lot of clients that want volume, but they don't want it too thick. They don't want it too dark, but they still want that lift in their eyes. Right. So for those type of clients, we typically use the pre-mades and for the clients that want that dark, thick, dramatic lash created, then we would make it on the spa. Really? So which one's more dramatic? The the pre the pre-made? Handmade, I would say, Handmade. is more dramatic. Really? Okay. It's just darker, denser, looks completely different than the pre-mades. But it's also more probably more time consuming. Little depending bit on the tack, yes. The pre-mades the advantage with the pre-mades is they're a lot faster. Once you get mm-hmm. the hang of picking them up and applying them to the natural lash, you can do a set much faster than if you were to make it on the spot. Okay. Um, has any client ever? You mentioned like some clients are like total lash virgins and they want like mega volume are there any clients maybe you can like tell us some stories or how you handled it any clients who um they wanted a specific style and they wanted a specific look but you knew their eye shape their features their natural lashes it's just not gonna work it's not gonna be supportive of like the look that they're going for like can't handle it what are some of like the common scenarios there So I had a lady that came in actually recently. She had very thin, sparse lashes, and she wanted to actually get a classic set. She wanted it to be very natural, didn't want it to be too dramatic, nothing over over, over the edge, but she wanted classic. And I had to explain to her, like, you don't have a lot of natural lashes to support that classic look. So I ended up... uh, letting her I ended up convincing her to do a volume set which with the condition of her natural lashes ended up looking like a hybrid set because she didn't have much and she loved it whereas if we were to go with the classic it would have been very sparse uneven one I would have been a little more full than the other Hmm. gappy is there anyone who you cannot you cannot do lash extensions for uh, the girls at the <laughs> salon will say Keisha can work magic, um, depending on the style that we're going to do. But there has been very few situations where a client has come in to get their lashes done, and I've had to let them know, like, hey, maybe you need to use this serum that we sell for a couple weeks. Grow out, grow out your lashes. 
um, just so that the extensions can the natural lash can support the extensions. Because whether I put a eight um, mm or a thirteen mm, it's not going to fit on their natural lash, and it's just going to weigh it down. Hmm. Do you have any like funny or interesting stories about clients, like the crazy things they ask for or their expectations that are just like uh, totally ridiculous? Um. So I had one client that came in that said she thought they were permanent. And in two weeks when she had to come back for a refill, she was very upset. <laughs> she thought that they were going to last for a while. Um, another scenario would be like um, a lady came in. She went with one of my other techs. She got the pre-maids. Her sister came in, asked for volume. I was unaware of that. So I thought she wanted thick, dark, dramatic lashes. I handmade it and she hated it. She was so upset. She's like, this is not what my sister got the other day. This is too dark, too much. Take it off. And we had to just take it off because she was distraught over it. Hmm. Well, were they twins or? They weren't twins. Um, they were just sisters. Like, I went in today. You did my lashes with the pre-maids. Volume looked great. You went home. Your sister liked it. Oh, I want to go. Came, got a different tack who handmade it on the spot. So it was a lot more dark or more curly or whatever the case was. And she just absolutely hated it. Hmm. Do you, um, do you uh, follow the typical, like, rules, styling rules? Like, there are some rules that, um, you know, if you have round eyes, you should not get dolly. Or you mm -hmm. should not recommend dolly sets mm -hmm. for your clients or mm -hmm. if you have a client who has like very far apart eyes you should not do cat eye for them you know even if they request it well i mean it depends i it guess depends. on the person but like do you follow those rules or do you kind of i would like... say a little bit of both um you're always going to give your client your recommendation yeah. of what you think is going to look better on their eyes but then you have clients that don't care what you recommend and they just want this cat eye style because they absolutely love it even though you kind of tell them that it's going to have their eyes drooping down in the corner <laughs> they don't mind um if that does happen i just kind of try and taper it in on the end a little bit so that it's not so droopy so yes and no sometimes i do follow the rules sometimes you just have to go with what your client wants and what are your favorite like types of clients the ones who are just like surprise me uh, no, I like a client that actually knows what they oh, want okay, when they okay. come in. They know what type of curl they're used to. Like it, a like, seasoned veteran, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's experienced. Um, so for uh, the different, um, like the styling rules, is there like one styling rule that you that you do live by? Like one that you will not make an exception for? Be like, no, this is, this is Nikisha's rules. I am not doing this. It's going to look ugly. Keep you have some clients that actually want you to add more. Although you just completed the full set, you've gotten every single lash you can get, and they want more. They want you to glue more on top of it. They want you to glue the extension on top of the other extension. They want you to touch their eyelid with the extension. That I will not do. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people do that. They do. They'll be like, oh, it's not as full as I want. Can you add more? And you're like, you don't have any more natural lashes for me to apply any more extensions to mm -hmm. and they're like just put it on top and I just absolutely refuse to do that and I've seen clients come in from other salons that have done it 
Uh I guess because there was a gap or wasn't isolated properly in that area or whatever the case may be. But I don't believe on stacking the extensions on top of each other to make it fuller once the set is complete. Oh, my God. What's the worst thing you've ever seen (laughs) in in, like a client that walked into your salon? Could be a foreign fill, you know? Yeah, I would say foreign fill or like clients that just pick their lashes nonstop. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen like, you know those videos when you're like scrolling on um Like on debris media? and gunk. <laughs> yeah, we've like, seen like those. Like a cockroach on your head. No, not cockroach, <laughs> but definitely like makeup buildup, oils, dead skin, debris. Um, so you've seen that. Clumped up lashes, clients not doing the aftercare yeah. or t- those kind of stuff, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. You just have to really educate your clients, yeah. especially as a new artist. Educate your clients so they're aware and they understand how to take care of their extensions because it's 50-50. 50-50 application mm-hmm. and 50-50 of the aftercare with the client. Right. And uh, earlier you mentioned something about like the age of your clients. What's your typical uh, demographic in your salon? So our salon is actually... A variety of ladies. We have high school students, from college students to elderly ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so such a variety in the salon. Every single ethnicity. Um, so that really helps determine what set you're going to give that client. Mm. I'm surprised high schoolers are doing this. A lot. Nice. A lot. Like 16-year-olds, yeah. We um, the other day we did a lady. She was sixty eight years old, for a volume set she wanted. Oh wow! Just kept it short <laughs> and sweet. <laughs> Living that um, what do you call it? Okay, no, I'm not gonna say. It. Living her best joke. life. <laughs> Living her um, yeah, divorcee life, or um, what do you call it? Cougar. Oh, cougar. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> can edit that out. It's okay. <laughs> Anna's like, oh my God. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, what I wanted to say was, circling back, um, so you have a client who's older, as you said, like mm-hmm. in her 60s. So how do you navigate that? Like what is your strategy for someone who has who is a bit older, they have, you know, the skin on their eyes a little bit more saggy, their eyes are a bit mm-hmm. more droopy. Definitely maybe. a curl. Definitely a curl. I always give them the option, but more than likely, I'm definitely going to give them a curl to really open their eyes up. And in most cases, it's usually a doll eye. Okay. Um, Yes. So you wouldn't go for like cat eye? You wouldn't go for a volume necessarily unless they're... Maybe a volume, but something super short. Mm -hmm. And would you keep it like more natural for them? Definitely. Um, If they don't... Uh, Definitely. I believe if you keep it more natural, have them look at it once you're complete. If you want to add more, you could always add more. But what are you going to do when you fill that bad boy up and they hate it? What are you going to do? You can't pluck them off. Mm -hmm. What do you think some... Uh, what do you think are some mistakes that like beginners are making? Some mistakes that beginners are making is not asking their client whether they want curl or no curl. Showing them the different lengths before starting or the different styles um, and not educating their clients or creating that rapport as they're doing the extensions. A lot of clients come in and they're like, oh, I'm looking for a new lash tech because 
my lash tech didn't even speak to me once while she did the set. It was awkward or weird or uncomfortable. So I think you really have to create that rapport with your client as you're completing the set, make them really comfortable, educate them, and show them the different styles, lengths before just completing it. Um, I, I noticed like a lot of the lash techs are also using just one curl or one length. I think it's a great idea to use multiple curls, lengths, to offer multiple curls and lengths um, to your client. Would you say you have like your own style, like a signature look? No, I'm actually like trying to create that signature um, set that my store can offer to help us to stand out better. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, um, like, in terms of... Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll ask a different question. Um, okay, what are some of your favorite, like, what are some of your favorite, like, lesser-known styles? Like, underrated styles? Underrated. I would say, like, classic is super underrated. Really? I would. Because I feel like classic is a lot harder to perfect than a hybrid or a volume set. You see more of your imperfections or your mistakes in a classic set than you would in a volume or a mega volume. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. And um, maybe we can talk a bit more about, like, style, like uh, trends, sorry, trends and styles. Like, what are your favorite trends right now? My favorite trend right now would be that mega classic set that's going around. I don't know. I'll always be a classic lover. What's a mega classic? Um, it just kind of looks like a wet classic set, kind of. Different diameters are used to create... Different classic diameters are used to create that set mm -hmm. to make it more defined and bold. Mm -hmm. um, another one of my favorite sets right now would be that wet set. Yeah, um, I like the, the way the wet kind of lashes look because it kind of looks like... I know this defeats the purpose, but like it looks like you have mascara on. Yes. Which I like. I kind of like that. Yeah, mascara. I love the fact that there's so many different sets for so many different people and it's not like a one set fits all. Um Mm -hmm. I like that you can like really be also creative too and you know design your own maps Sets, yes. like your own mapping every um, client gets a different set depending on their eye shape like we both probably have almond eye shape but maybe my eyelid is longer than yours so every client definitely gets a different set depending on their eyes and like when I'm determining that I'm looking at their eye shape I'm using their eyebrows to help guide me their eye Led to let me know, okay, it's starting to curve here. Let me do another length. Mm -hmm. So uh, do you do brows too? You, you do uh, microblading, right? Yes, I actually am the one that does pretty much everything. Really? <laughs> oh my God, um, you're so amazing. So but, you're a lash artist and, and you do permanent makeup too. Yeah. The teeth whitening thing. I do the thing. teeth whitening, <laughs> I do the waxing. I need to book my appointment <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, but... What was the question? You like, um, I don't think I had a question. I'm just like admiring you. But um, I think uh, what I wanted to get at was like you're very successful. Like we love that you kind of started your own, you know, business. And now you have like all these multiple services that you're offering. Like how did you how did you do it? Can you like summarize it? Like what's your strategy? How did you um, crack the code? I think I just tried to create. I started with the lash extensions and then. I started offering like brow waxing and then at that time the microblading was just going crazy. So then I took the microblading course, which started to go very well. 
Um, so basically, like slow and steady. Slow and steady. And more education. More education, and I just wanted to create like that one-stop shop, because people would ask me, "Hey, Keisha, do you know where I can get this or I can get that?" And I would refer them, but they wouldn't want to go. They wanted to be with right here, right now, with me. So then I just added all these different services, started hiring different tacks for different things because Keisha can't do everything. Um, and it seems to be going very well. Very well. Do you want to talk about like um, like your business advice to like newcomers? Like how did you get started with your salon? I know you said you, you started off uh, at home. And I guess you basically had to just save up right for everything. no I didn't save or, up no. for anything at that time I didn't nice. when I first started I had just had my daughter she was about two months so I took the lash course um I was bartending doing social oh, really? service worker and doing lashes on so the this side was a hu- side hustle for it you. started off as okay, a side hustle nice we love that for you then <laughs> I had my daughter I was on mat leave and I was like I need to make more money started to take it a little bit more serious then I had clients just showing up at my house wanting to get their lashes done randomly because you're promoting on uh, the internet. So they would find you on the internet, show up at your house. Hey, I'm here to get my (laughs) lashes done. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to actually move my salon to a better professional environment. I rented a small studio, um, like above a Dollarama, like a little private office. And I was working from there for a bit. Um, and then the bylaws changed and you had to have two sinks in your salon suite. So then I had to move from there and it was pretty much at that point, either rent one of those private suites that was like two grand or 1500 or my little salon that I have now, that's the same price. So I just went for that. Hmm. Give me that storefront, uh, walk-in opportunities yeah i didn't save for it i just no i just kind of and i'm still doing it just kind of going with the flow like we recently just renovated our salon as well nice still in the middle of completing it but slow and steady as usual wins the race right you do a little bit save up do a little bit save up nice and nikisha you entered our 10 uh 5k Studio Makeover Contest. I did, and I really hope that hope I win that. <laughs> yeah, and you should also enter. Yes, everybody <laughs> enter. I think that when, when I seen that online, I was like, that is amazing. Like, I wish I, I wish it was like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um, you can do a lot with 5K to Definitely. You know, completely renovate. Not renovate, but like you can... Start do, up. Yeah, start up. It's get a, a great bed, start get up. some chairs. Some lights. Some cute stuff. Yeah, for sure. Inventory. There's a lot you can do with that. So, Nikisha, thank you so much for coming to our podcast today. Thank you for today. having me. I really me. love having you here. And um, we talked a lot about, like, different kind of eyelash styles, sets, curls, lengths, eye shapes, everything. But it's pretty complicated, right? Like, Definitely. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not like, a one, one style, one length for everybody, no. Yeah, it's a very complex topic. So, definitely, if you're interested, you should look into further training, right? Yes. To always learn properly. Always try and get more education, keep up with all the different trends. As everyone knows, the industry is, like, evolving at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up with all the, all the different styles and lengths. It's crazy. 
And any other advice for like beginners or newcomers? Stay consistent in what everything that you do in your business. Stay consistent uh, and keep promoting at all costs. Okay, well said. So thank you so much, Nikisha, again. And um, Nikisha's IG, one more time, is Lashes to Envy, right? Lashes yes. to Envy. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for watching our podcast and listening to us on Spotify. Uh, please follow Nikisha and uh, definitely check out all the services that she offers. She's very talented and very hardworking. And thank you so much for tuning in again. And we will see you next time. Don't forget to shop LLBAProfessional.com. So until next time, bye. Bye.